Sit Sahib. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Relax your shoulders. Keep breathing. As we do the final conclusion on the Bhagavad Gita today. As we went through the 18 chapters in the last 18 episodes, this chapter is just a conclusion of what Bhagavad Gita is about and where is it leading us or taking us. I'll try to be very brief, <laughs> I promise, but it may be a slightly longer discussion or talk. So Bhagavad Gita, the Song of God, started in a battlefield. And that's exactly what it is. Bhagavad Gita prepare us for a battle, for a war. But it's not the same war that happened a few thousand years ago in Kurukshetra. This is the war that's happening within us all the times. This is the war happening because of untrained mind. We have left our mind to rule the five senses and our physical body for so long that we totally forget what a trained mind looks like, what it feels like. I can tell you what an untrained mind feels like. The anxiety, frustration, jealousy, unsettled emotions. That's the result of untrained mind. Bhagavad Gita just reminds us to take the charge, the control back, slow down the things, think before act, let go of desires, and do the actions without the attachment to the fruit. Kind of like reminds us the actual nature of Purush and Prakriti, Purush being the soul, Prakriti being Maya or material. We are not Maya. We are not material. We are something else. If we were material, if physical body is all we were, then why when somebody, something in our body that we call prana or life energy, when it leaves the body, why do our relatives cremate or bury the body if physical body was us? So that means the physical body is not us, right? And that's what it just reminds us. To practice upon our true nature, which is soul, prana, or the life energy. Understanding the nature of the material, three gunas, the rajas, tamas, sattvic, that drives or actually creates the whole world around us. The rajas being the king-like, the ambition, ambitious energies or the passion Thomas, 
the ignorance, destruction, sattvic, kindness and goodness. And that's the one that we need to cultivate and God get more of, practice more of, because sattvic is the one, the goodness, the kindness is the one that actually help us to get in touch with the real nature of the soul, which is compassion, love, devotion. Gita reminds us to be the karma yogi, basically renunciation of desires, of actions, and not the sannyas level only, where you're just re- renouncing the world or kind of like getting away from the world, the obligations, but you still carry the world in, within us. That's what Gita kind of like reminds us not to do that. Rather, if we are doing the renunciation, then do the renunciation of desires, the attachment to our actions and the fruits of the actions. It just takes it us back and gives us a tool to practice this devotion, compassion, and that tool is meditation. Meditation is not blank slate or blank mind. Meditation is just the tool to practice or train the mind. The characteristic of strong, trained mind is willpower, the confidence, self-trust and self-respect one has in oneself when we practice meditation. It's pretty much similar to uh, like driving, right? So when we are learning to drive, there's so many things we're focusing on. The road, the steering wheel, brake, escalator, and if you did in the manual driving, the clutch and gear and everything, right? But once we have learned to drive, once we are driving for a few years, all we care about is where's the key, <laughs> right? And that's what a trained mind does. It may take a lot of effort up front to bring ourselves to that calm, composed state. But once we are there, it's a constant practice from there on. That's it. Just keep reminding ourselves of our true nature, the compassion, love, devotion, and just practicing it. And it brings so much joy, so much peace. Spiritual journey is not something that can be done and accomplished in a day, week, or month. It's a constant, it's a way of living. Any effort towards the self-realization is never, ever a wasted effort. Even if we did not reach our goal. And some of us actually are not even ready for that kind of goal, right? We want to enjoy the world around us. We want to enjoy the, the scenic view that we have around us. And nothing wrong in that. As long as we're enjoying it and not suffering in it. And how can we enjoy it? With the calm, peace state of mind. 
where we have taken the charge back of our emotional and mental health and we are not suffering on the way. So enjoying the journey, enjoying that self-realization path, we may not reach the whole divine this lifetime and it's okay. We'll just pick it up wherever we left next time. Pretty much when we play video games, right? So say you have level 1 to 100 and then you have this player go to uh, say level 8 in this one life and then your player in the video game died and then you you have five more lives in the store and then you're using your second life. So you start wherever your player died for the first time, right? And then you continue and the next and the next. It's fun. So you pick up wherever you left. And that's what spiritual journey is about. We pick it up wherever we left it. Ultimate goal is to be united with divine and be one and we can do that when we are ready. And we can decide on that with our trained minds. And that's what the Gita just reminds us to train the mind, not putting or letting mind drive everything and then causing all the chaos. And lastly, if one mantra to be taken from Gita that mantra would be Om Tat Sat. Om being divine, Tat activities, Sat devotion. Doing anything we want to do, any activity, just with the devotion and love for divine in the name of divine, with complete consciousness, mindfulness. That's the way of living that Gita leads us to. And that concludes our Bhagavad Gita. Tomorrow we'll start something new. Thank you so much.